Hallelujah. Pastor Moore's coming. Everybody say, bless him in Jesus' name. Jump on him, Jesus. Let's give that unto the Lord hallelujah, tonight. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I'm glad that we can see things from oh, a heaven's point of view Lord sometimes. Jesus. God would give us the opportunities through his grace and mercy to look back and look at circumstances and situations that we thought for sure was going to take us out. But he stepped in on the scene through someone or a song or a message or whatever method or way he felt to operate through and minister unto us and help us along this old life's journey. That we could get up again, face that mountain, climb that mountain, slip off on the other side and make our way into another valley, but with the assurance that he never leave us nor forsake us. That he'd go with us every mile, every step, not just mile. He'll go with us every step along the way. I believe the Bible says he would order the good steps. I want to follow the order tonight. How about you? What an honor and a privilege to be stand before you again tonight. To do my best to bring forth the word of God into your hearts and lives here tonight. Let us go to Hebrews 12 and 1 and 2. Let me say while you're turning there, thank you to our singers and instrument players and those that helps bring us into this place and to this point in time and service it takes out the time and the energy to learn songs and to prepare themselves the best of their ability for the Lord they don't do that for fame they don't do that for money man they do it for the glory of God and for the service of Jesus Christ we thank you for coming and being a part of this service here tonight each and every one of you that have chosen and made the decision to come and to join with us in worshiping Jesus and reaching out for his heartbeat and wheel in our hearts and our lives here tonight. We're so thankful that you have chosen to come be with us. Appreciate each and every one of you that is here. Amen. It's so good to see Joe Spicer back there. God bless him. Been struggling and battling, but able to come to the house of God tonight. We're so thankful for that tonight. We'll be praying for him that God would touch him. Want to see him filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Man, wouldn't that be a treat tonight to see one? How old is Micah? Five? Amen. See a five-year-old and a 65-year-old filled with the Holy Ghost. And God can cover all in between. And those that are above it and beyond it. I'm serving a God tonight. It's not limited. He don't have to file bankruptcy. He does not have to look for anybody to counsel with. He don't have to call in a, a, a business, a board meeting. Woo, hallelujah. If you're hungry and thirsty for right, that this God can fill you in this service. This God can turn your world around in this service. In this visitation, I'm telling you, your world can be turned upside down. Hallelujah, by God. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Wherefore, sitting, wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great cloud of witnesses, what a great cloud that was in Hebrew, the 11th chapter. He kept a good report of faith. Of faith. Your faith is always under attack. The devil in the world and even your own carnality will constantly attack your faith and question your walk with God. And where's your author at? Where's your God at? Let us lay aside every weight, not just the ones we don't have no problem setting aside, but 
help us to lay aside every weight that that weighs us down that that would be as a a subject or topic or a weight that would hinder our running for him stay in the race to finish the course that would hinder us from being able to achieve that accomplish that and the sin which doth so easily beset us and seems like a sin that oh praise God help me Holy Ghost here it seems like it doesn't have much struggle that can always entangle us I'm sure none of you, some of you probably have, but many of us has ever set out to run after something, going to run and get on that nail of the deer stand. That's where the big buck's going and get tangled up. Tripped up. Don't make it. It's what this besets you is something that sin that so easily you're familiar with it. You know it by name. Done it many a times. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross with all of its agony and pain that we heard so well from Bishop Odom last Sunday, the price that was paid, the ultimate price. But he looked beyond that. And because he was able to look beyond that with trust and faith in the God, the Father, the man, what was laid up and stored up, he could bear that cross. He could endure it and achieve and accomplish the task, a man of his Father. Not my will, but thy will be done. If there had been any other way for this cup to pass, let it be. But if not, then, then I'm going to receive it. I'm going to drink from it. I'm going to take it. Despising the shame. And is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Sitting down at the right hand of the throne of God. And it's through this one called Jesus tonight. That right arm of power. And I know some want to preach him as a second person in the Godhead. And a third person. All this stuff. But he's the only person in the Godhead. He's the only person. He's the only manifestation. He come to declare this God. Manifest this God. And we come to be the Lamb and the High Priest. He came to be the author. Even the Old Testament couldn't be fulfilled without this man called Jesus. All them that set out on a journey looking for a city and followed suit, a man living in tents and going from one valley and crossing one land to another looking for this city. But until they came a man by the name of Jesus, none of this could have been accomplished or achieved. He's the author. Lord, we love you tonight. So thankful for this opportunity. We're thankful for everyone that's in this house tonight. Every soul, every life, every individual that's come to be a part of this service. God, I'm asking you to help me. Help me, God, to preach your word in such a manner and a way that it can be received and it can find its place. I'm praying, God, that you would bind up the enemy and all of his weapons and that he tries to use tonight to discourage, that he tries to use tonight to rob. And God, you'd stir up that and that's weary in his body even now. God, that that sleepiness would flee from him. And 
There'd be that that would rise up in him and a hunger and a thirst to hear you and hear your voice and feel your touch. Allow you to become the author of his life. Every soul that's in this house tonight that's without the Holy Ghost. There'd be a genuine stir in their soul, a genuine stir in their heart, their mind for it. They'd lift up their voice and cry out. Cry out unto you that you could walk in this place and fill us with the Holy Ghost. That you could walk in this place and heal and minister and work among us. There's none like you. There's none beside you, God. No one else would do. No one else can do it. We pray for that visitation. We pray for that anointing. We pray thy will in this house tonight. Help us, God, as we humble ourselves unto your will and to your touch. In the name of Jesus, we pray. God bless you, and you may be seated. <clears throat> Looking unto Jesus, the author. And if you want to add, and our, of, our, and of our faith, and a finisher of our faith. And that's kind of a long title in it, so I, I didn't put all that. <laughs> Amen. You can if you want to. It don't matter. You, you keep titles. It don't make me any difference. <laughs> Praise God. I, I know... With Andrew, the sound man, different ones say, hey, what's the title? And sometimes I got them, and sometimes I don't. And I say, hey, just give it. Put, put one on it, man. Put a handle on it. You need a handle, put a handle on it. Praise God. Hey, Amen. I don't take that lightly, but, uh, but you know, I've mentioned this several times in the last few weeks of Jesus Christ, the author. Amen. To be our author. Amen. And I felt this, and especially one night as we were praying and uh, crying out, interceding for different ones here in the house of God. And and felt impressed the Holy Ghost, a man that, you know what, we got to let him be the author. There's no way he can, he can um, change our circumstances and situations unless we allow him to become the author. Unless we allow him, a man, to be that one that becomes the writer in our lives. That has the power, a man, to, to, to write upon our hearts. Now, this is scriptural, a man, about the laws and how that he promised through Jeremiah and Ezekiel. How that he would now write them upon the tables of our heart. He would take stony hearts out and put in a heart of flesh and write his laws and commandments upon our hearts. And, and, and we know that Paul, Paul likened to us, a man, not only his ambassadors but he likened unto us as spiritual epistles that is written by the spirit amen brother Ford done mentioned tonight amen about to amen when Jesus looks upon us and God looks upon us to, to see his himself a little bit of himself or the image I mentioned that this morning amen that 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 call that election that is upon you and I as disciples of Jesus Christ I know the term that the most popular term of our time is to be a Christian amen but that term is so used so loosely today and everybody claims to be Christians. You could talk to people who ain't been to church in six months and they're a Christian. Praise God. They, they had called on his name. They hadn't had no kind of fellowship with him. You know, most of them didn't even bless the food they ate. They just, you know, take God for granted and just go on. And they, they, they don't give him no recognition and no thanks. But I'm a Christian. And I'm ready to go. But where are you going? You don't know the guy, a man that's sitting at the door. You don't know the entrance. You don't know the way to heaven. So where are you going? Amen. So and I'm not trying to be rude or harsh tonight. I'm just simply telling you that this world and the spirit of this world and the attitude of the people of this world, this is where we're at. 
Man, if we took the word of God, amen, and just, just let it, you know, just let it go. It don't really matter anymore, but it does matter. Amen. It is a big deal. It is a big deal, the word of God, and allowing God to be our author, amen, to be a part of our lives. I'm going to tell you what I felt in, in, the, in, the, in the service here this afternoon, tonight, as we worshiping God, and the Holy Ghost was moving, amen. And, you know, I'm not no author, amen, but uh, authors, they, they understand the importance of sentences, and they know the importance. Amen. Appearance and, and question marks and commas and things of that nature. And I'll tell you what I felt in the Holy Ghost. If you'll let God become Jesus, become your author tonight, there's some errors in your life. He's ready to put a period at it. I know one thing. That means it's ended. That finishes it up. That's the end of the paragraph. That's the end of the page of your life. That's the end of that battle. That's the end of that struggle. Jesus, if you'll let him become your author tonight, he's ready to put a period in that struggle. He's ready to put a period in that battle. He's ready, amen, to put a stop to it. Not tomorrow, tonight in this service. But you got to make up in your mind who you're going to let become the author of your life and ruler and reign of your life and so a director in your heart. Because he wants to be somebody's author in this house tonight. He wants to help somebody. He's ready to see some of us overcome some things. I want to help our platform out tonight. When he's telling them, say you're an overcomer. I'm an overcomer! reason we got the Holy Ghost. His word of God makes us an overcomer. His word of God makes us an overcomer of everything except our own unbelief and rebellions and disobedience. But that's disobedience and rebellious. Got Israel in trouble and it's still getting the church in trouble and it's getting people in trouble. It still works the same way and none of that's never changed. Hallelujah. But obedience works just as powerful and just as real when we submit and humble and yield ourselves out of obedience and out of genuine love for God and for his word and we begin to allow him to be the author in our lives and let him begin to write the pages and erase out what he wants to erase out and put him what he wants to put in then there's no limitations amen the power lies within the author not the not the individual the power lies within the writing of the author the word author actually is only mentioned about three times in your bible this is one of them the other one it's mentioned i believe it's in the writings of corinth he says he's not the author of confusion Next time you're confused about something, don't accept that as an answer. I don't care if it come from me. How about that one? <laughs> Bible's always clear, and the Word of God's always clear. And you don't have to live in a life of confusion. We can know that we're redeemed. Nobody didn't have to ask that lady with the issue of blood if she's healed or not. <laughs> she knew she was healed. She knew an author had just touched her. She knew that she had went to many other physicians 
and authors. Maybe even had pamphlets and maybe was even specialist in her condition. But they couldn't do anything about hers. But I'm talking about one tonight. Amen. He's a specialist in all the areas. It doesn't matter, amen, what part of the life. It doesn't matter if it's a spiritual circumstance or a financial circumstance. Hallelujah. Physical situation. He's a specialist in all of them. And he's an author in all of them. And if you'll let him become your author tonight with the right attitude and the right spirit, I'm here to tell you, amen, he can change. He can erase already tonight. Tonight, what's going to happen tomorrow? Tonight, the God that I serve can start erasing it out before it ever happens. His blood can blot it out. His hand can erase it. But it depends on you tonight. Depends on us. We're going to let him be our author. The author of what? Of our faith. Not only the author of it, but the finisher of it. It's so important for us to understand that, to us, for us to get a hold of that. The third place that it's mentioned is in the same letter that we're in tonight, the writings of Hebrews. It's in chapter 5 and 9. And the writer of Hebrews called him the author of eternal life. He's the only one that has the author of eternal life. Everybody else can worship whatever they want to worship. They have the power of choice. And you know what? God, the Bible uses the term suffer to allow them to worship whoever they want to worship. Bow down to whoever they want to bow down to. Give themselves to whoever they want to give themselves to. (laughs) That's just him being God. That's what makes him God. Amen. But if you and I... We're purpose in our hearts and our minds. And I'm not going to be lengthy tonight. Hallelujah. But if we have purpose in our hearts and our minds tonight, I know who I want to be my author. I know who I want to take a hold of my, the reins of my heart and the reins of my mind and the reins of my spirit. I want it to be the author of eternal life. Hallelujah. That's who I want. Amen. Hallelujah. To become my author. Hallelujah. The author and finisher of my faith. Hallelujah. I want to have the one, amen, that has the power and the ability Amen. And the only way that she can become our author, amen, you and I must be born again of the water and of the spirit. It's not an option. Hallelujah. Paul's writings in Corinth church told him, he said, know ye not that your temple is a temple of the Holy Ghost? Another place he writes unto him and tells him, without his spirit were none of his. Hallelujah. So the only way that we can even call him Lord is by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And you know what? I want him called my Lord. I want to call him my savior. I want to call him my author. I want to call him my high priest because he's the only high priest that's entered into the heavens above in a tabernacle that the devil can't penetrate, that the powers of evil cannot penetrate. He's the only high priest, amen, that you and I could call on tonight that could change our circumstances. He's the only high priest that could come and help us in the times of our weakness and our infirmities and our inabilities when we don't have the strength or the energy or the ability, amen, to overcome our trials and overcome our storms, but he becomes that high priest that'll secure us, that'll comfort us, that'll aid us, that'll help us along this journey. Amen. Because the power lies within his hands. He's the author. 
He's the way maker. He is the provider. <laughs> you know, when you let him become your author, you become his hero. Good, a good author never lets his hero die or lose a battle or be defeated. They always somehow pull through. They always somehow overcome. If you really listen to what the Bible has taught us, that's the reason we don't even have to fear death. Because this author has already conquered death. If you really believe that he's the Messiah. And you really believe in the resurrection. Then the sting of death has been taken out. And the only thing that would cause that fear to such a point. And I, I'm not talking about fearing it for just not knowing about it. And stuff. I'm talking about a fear, such a regret and such a whatever. You know, and such a question about it. Amen. That's not the will of God. <laughs> Not if you know the author. Because you know that death is nothing. It's not a period. In fact, Paul was running to it and struggled with, I want to experience it. I'm ready to, you know, to depart from here is to be with him. He struggled whether or not to stay and help the people or go on and be with Christ. That's knowing the author. That's, that's yielding and humbling ourselves to the place that, you know what? I believe you, Lord, that you're going to finish a work. I've got a scripture. It's on the last page, and it talks about that. God that started a good work in us is able to finish that good work. If I'll just stay obedient to the author, if I'll just follow through with the script. It's kind of like a good actor. You don't tell the director and the writer of the program, said, I, I don't like this part. We're going to erase that. We're going to do it. No, you got to act this out. Don't worry. I, I got somebody. It's kind of like Louis Lamar, always writing about his heroes. I always like to refer to him because his heroes, you know how it's that old long, long, you know, long, lanky cowboy that comes in that's going to take on everybody else. And here he goes. He gets his cows and goes up on the side of the mountain, out in the range all by himself. And they come running up there and they shoot him two or three times. He falls 300 foot off the mountain. Hey, man, he falls down in the brushes and they can't find him. The horses run by and they can't they look for him for three or four days and when all of a sudden the angel shows up it's always in a female form <laughs> that's preaching there ladies and gentlemen that's preaching there <laughs> hallelujah praise God hallelujah I'm telling you always that's a good author hey man he's always got somebody coming on the scene God's always got somebody honey God's always got somebody if you quit looking for the devil and start looking for God if you start quit looking for the answers of the devil the answer of the world look at hey, I got a savior I got a God that's all the proud to get me out of here I got an author that's got a red right written out They, some of you, need to erase some periods that you got in your life and put a comma there and say, now it's time to march on. It's time to march on, honey. I done wrote a period too many times. Now I'm going to put a comma there and repent and get back in line with the author. I'm going to do it his way. I'm going to do it the book way. I'm going to do it the Holy Ghost way. <laughs> 
I'm going to pray until I hear from him. I'm going to worship him until he shows up. I'm going to believe and trust him until the answer comes. The answer that this book will back up. The power of his glory. The power of his spirit. Amen. That will saturate our minds, our hearts, and our spirits. Amen. In this old world at time that we're living in tonight. I don't have many. I got a lot of scriptures here, but, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really feel led in the Holy Ghost to preach all these scriptures to you tonight. I really feel like it. God already twice has tried to move in here in a miraculous way. And we're just a little lazy. You can say what you want to. Miraculous booze in here and you. I ain't being ugly. I'm just telling you. The power of God moves in this, honey. It's not a time. It's not a time to. No, it's time to move, son. It's a time. I will respond to the author. He just stepped in. And now I want him to know I'm alive. I want him to know him. I'm here. I want, to, I, want to, I, want to, I want to usher him on. I'm going to wave him on. I'm going to magnify him. I want to exalt him. I want to get in the realms of that spirit and the realms of that power. Because if we get in those realms of that, that's just where we're going to see little Michael's feel with the Holy Ghost. This is where we're going to see, amen, Joe Spicer's feel with the Holy Ghost. This is where we're going to see the miraculous hand of God. No, there's too many people just want to sit back and watch everybody else. I get a blessing out of watching everybody else. Well, you know what? I'd get a real blessing out of watching you making my next million dollars. Can I say that again? Some of you didn't hear it. I'd get a blessing out of you making my next million. Hurry up and get it done by next Friday if you don't mind. Work day and night and get it though. I'm going to sit back and watch it make it. I pray, boy, you're doing good, man. You got 150000 this week. is working <laughs> praise God you know what revival is not going to come with us just sitting back you know what's going to take going to be people that's willing to go out the highways and the byways and get out of their comfort zone and put a little more effort into it a little more energy into it saying you know what I got some gas money I don't care if it is four dollars a gallon if you want to go to church I'll come and get you if you want to come to the house of God I'll take out time to come and come and pick you up it don't matter if you're a little dirty it don't make any difference I clean the car back up because you know what your soul's got some value to it that come in the destination and I know an author amen that can turn your world upside down I know an author that can change your destination I know an author he may can help, help, help you in life but I gotta get you into his presence it's my responsibility to get him in the presence of God you know sometimes see the authors set up certain laws both in the natural and in the spiritual as much as we'd like to What's the cheapest seed you can buy for a pound, a dollar of it? Help me out, brother, buddy. Wheat. It's cheapest, cheapest you can buy. I'm going to go and buy me two or three, four sacks of wheat. But really what I want, man, what's the most expensive seed I can buy? As you know of, it don't have to be. Argentina. That's what I'm talking about. Amen. But I wanted to come up Argentina. Hey man, so I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go buy that wheat because it's cheaper. 
Amen. And I'm going to buy six bags of them instead of three since it's a cheap. And I can cover a lot more area with it, amen, than what I can with the Argentina. But you know what? I believe God's a miracle worker. And if I just pray, amen, and just pray over it and ask him, I believe he'll take what I planted in the natural and what I planted, amen, by my actions. The Holy Ghost right there, honey. Because there's a lot of people doing things with your actions and planting things with your actions. And you think God ought to just wave his magic wand over it and make something else out of it. But I'm here to tell you the author's not going to do that. You've got to obey the author. You've got to obey the script. And the script is the word of God. But when you do it the word of God's way, hallelujah, it's not according to your power. It's not according to your might. It's not according to your titles. But it's by his spirit, which happens to be the word of God. And when you do it by the word of God, which I have to be by the Spirit of God. Nothing can stop it from coming forth. Our actions makes all the difference in the world. The Bible's taught us out of the abundance of heart the mouth speaketh. The powers and the tongue. Life and death in the tongue. You can't say one thing and do another. I know you've heard it. People tell others, I'll never forget one time at the Ingalls. This is way back. I had a gentleman. I'll be honest with you, he wasn't much of a worker. He's a little, no, he's a whole lot on the lazy side. <laughs> Amen. He always finds excuses to blunder off and do this and do that. And, amen. But somewhere along that journey, they decided to make a supervisor out of him. He wrote more warning slips than almost all the supervisors. And that one of them workers wanted to take him out and string him up. Say, remember your days. I remember one of them said, Man, I worked right beside you. You didn't hit on nothing. <laughs> You want to come in and write me up for some little something like this? <laughs> well, you just do what I tell you. Don't do what I've done. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you something. The author's not going to do it that way. Sister Emily, he's got a script written out for you already. And he's got it covered. He's got the right suitable helpmate. He's got it all lined up. That suitable helpmate just don't mean on the, the female side, honey. It's also on the male side. He's got a suitable helpmate. And you know what? He's got it written out for you. And you know what I'd do? That's what I'd start pursuing. God, you got it written out. And I want to line up to what's written out. Because you got the best thing in store for me. Because you know what? He's got an expect it in for you and in heaven's a goal to go but you know what you can enjoy the journey but just following the author just following the footstep just following the instructions and falling in love with the instructions and falling in love with the course and falling in I'm telling you the devil selling, selling our young people and our children a bill a man that's no good they're trying to tell them it's a better time out there in the world I beg the difference with you but if you come here and have dead church hallelujah it's hard to debate with that it's hard to argue with that Amen. I got no parents or nobody in this house. But don't expect your, your babies and your young people to enjoy church. Maybe a little patty cake here and there. I won't tell you how old I am. But I can listen to my old body. They don't want to worship and they don't want to do. 
In fact, while I go, man, I need to take my jacket off. I thought, man, I'm fixing to pass out. It's hot in here. Amen. Hallelujah. But you know what? I'm just going to keep on plowing. And it's not about me, but it's about the author. You know why? Because when I think about the Lord and how good he's been to me and how much trouble he's kept me out of and how many times he's rescued me and how many times he's rescued my children and how many times he's blessed my grandbabies and how many times he's touched my wife. Oh, I'm telling you what a God I serve. He's been so good to me when I think about the author and I think about what he's got in store. When you think about the author, you're going to win. You're going to win. I don't care what it looks like or feel like tonight. You're going to win. This battle's done been won. This war has already been won. We done read the back of the book. We know who's going to be victorious. We know who's going to come out on the other side. We know who's going to be victorious. Amen. We're going to be known as disciples of Jesus Christ. That's what we're going to be known as. Followers of Jesus Christ. That's what we're going to be known as. They can mock us. They can ridicule us. They can run the author down if they want to. But I'm here to tell you, Brother Donald Ford, we're going to win the race. We're going to win the battle. We know what's going to happen. We done tasted, amen, of the resurrecting power. We done tasted how powerful the author really is. I done experienced through the pages of my life, amen, when times when I ought to shipwreck, when times I ought to have been cast out to the side where times, amen, the devil had me down and had me held, but all of a sudden the Lord showed up amen, and when God showed up and when the author showed up he put a period in that in my life and just started it all over again on a journey walking to the fulfillment of Jesus Christ I tell you, the devil's a loser I tell you, the devil's a liar and the devil's the father of all lies, he's trying to sell you a bill of lies you can be victorious if you humble to the author called Jesus Christ. Think about, go back to that 11th chapter. Start going down through there by faith. By faith. The odds were against him. The chances of them making it on their own was impossible. But by faith, because there was an author that they was willing to listen to, that they was willing to submit themselves to. The real key of resisting the devil is first submitting yourself to God. You can resist the devil all you want to, but until you submit yourself to God, you're not going to defeat the devil. But if you'll submit yourself to the author, the devil don't have a chance. The devil don't have a chance. But it's all about submitting to the author and finisher. Author and finisher. Amen. That's the reason we're trying our best to impart into their little hearts and lives and souls about the Holy Ghost. Amen. I picked on Rosalie. I said picked. Amen. I, I contacted hey, you, you, you got you, you gonna get the Holy Ghost. And and then she she asked her, you Grammy, she said, Did she ask if you got the Holy Ghost or you want the Holy Ghost? Amen. So she's now asking Grammy, Amen, about the Holy Ghost. Well, at least we're getting some curiosity because when they start asking about it, they come concerned about it and become 
become interested in it. And when you and I conduct ourselves and handle ourselves, amen, at home and other places, by the power and the umps and the Holy Ghost, you know what? They say, you know what? I want some of that. I want to be endued with that because of the power of the Holy Ghost, a power, amen, to make us witnesses of the authors in our lives. Who wouldn't want Jesus Christ to be the author of your life? Who wouldn't want Jesus Christ to be the ruler of your heart and the ruler of your mind? Who wouldn't want to be under the protection, amen, of Jesus Christ? Only way that it's out of rebellion, disobedience, and stiff neckness. And I'm gonna just do it my way. I don't care what that preacher says. It shows up. It shows up. It really does. Because somewhere along the line, things are gonna start coming about that you know that wasn't the will of the author. That's the reason the churches are headed in such a mess they're in. I'd love to say that we're, we're exempt from it, but I don't, I'm not so sure about that. I'm not talking about the local assembly. I'm talking about one God believers. Because you know what? If we're not careful, we really won't let him be our author. Putting him first. Putting his desires first. Be willing to make the, pay the price. You see, when you're really letting be your author, it doesn't matter what character you have to play. What position. I'm knowing then the will of God. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be careful here. <laughs> oh, God, help us. How many wants to be billionaires? How many wants to be among the poor? Well, God told me, he didn't say we'd always have the millionaires, but he said we'd always have the poor. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> but the scripture warns us about the rich folks. It's very hard for them to make it now. But the scripture warns us that people's got lots of money, faces a lot of temptations and a lot of battles and a lot of struggles. What I'm telling you is, if you become a millionaire, you better make sure he's your author or you won't make the journey. Because there's not very many making it as poor people letting him be their author. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, but that's where a lot of times, that's where God's got to get us. He had to get Israel there, and he's going to put the church there. For this thing's over with, you won't have hardly any other place to go, honey, to get answers and get results except him. Let me tell you a little topic to be coming up in the hardware store quite often here the last little while. And I'm probably one of the worst ones instigating it, okay? So I'll take the blame. Because <laughs> everybody wants to talk about, you know, talking about some of this stuff that's going on with all this other. Talking about the mark. I look at some of those men and I say, I say, well, what do you think is going to happen? I said, you know, I said, I don't have no problem. I can go, I can go through the four days without eating. I said, but what happens when a, a little six-year-old and a little three-year-old 
looks up at Pop Pop and says, I'm hungry. We hadn't eaten anything in three or four days. And they don't know nothing about that. They don't go three or four hours. <laughs> That's their sleep. And so they don't know nothing about that. What you going to do then? You better know the author. You better know who Jesus Christ is. You better be sold out. Because we're not in this by ourselves. Somebody's going to face that. Somebody's going to have to deal with that. That's in your book. Some of them gave their lives because they wouldn't take the mark. Somebody's going to walk through that period. Somebody's going to be on this earth and go through that. And somebody's got to know their author. Amen. And they're not going to be running here and there. They're going to know that there was a Jesus. And they're going to be willing, amen, to gild their lives. That's what it takes. I won't take the mark. I won't take the mark. I won't take this and I won't take that. Hallelujah. No, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust God when I don't have any money, when I don't have this. I don't have that and don't have any other place but I'm going to trust God I'm going to build a relationship and a companionship with him knowing he's my author and he said he'd do a finished work he said he'd do a finished work and I'm telling you God set this thing up to do a finished work I know the majority would like to preach that we're just we're going to be raptured we're going to be taken out of here and Brother Booker says it's just going to pan out and it is But we just got to stay in the pan until it pans out, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. You got to stay in the boat. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, those three boys of Noah, God didn't talk to them. They just had to trust Daddy. They had to trust Daddy for 120 years of going and getting gopher wood and putting pitch and doing this and doing that and setting up this arrangement and getting all this like it needs to be. And I want to tell you something. God didn't leave it to Noah. God didn't leave it to Noah to make any kind of measurements. God didn't leave it to Noah to use any type of wood he wanted to use. God didn't leave anything of that. When it comes to salvation and being saved, it's going to be God's way and he's going to have to be the author. And if he's not the author, we're going to be lost and undone. And without the author, the only one, amen, the to save our soul and turn us around. But I tell you in this service tonight, God's and the business are turning somebody around in this service. Sister Moore, the singers, y'all can come. As we stand in this house tonight. I got to took you to back into Hebrews and I got to took you to Jude. He talks about the common salvation. He talked about those that was unnoticed that slipped in in his time. If I understand it right, Jude is the brother of James, which is a half brother of Jesus. So the period hadn't lasted long at all, the church. Hadn't been around for too many, too many days and too many years. Until all of a sudden, already, sun had slipped in. Unnoticed. Even to the point into the churches and getting positions and places. That they caused such confusion. Then they said would go as far as denying the Lord Jesus. They took the grace of God. And preached and practiced a doctrine, a man, to use the grace of God as a license to sin. A 
lasciviousness, as Jude puts it. We're seeing that today. If you want to live any kind of lifestyle, there's a church out there that accommodates you. Okay, you pat you on the back. You're all right. That bunch of square folks, they don't know what they're talking about. Some of them, they're so narrow-minded. And some of them others are no-minded and so open-minded, they might as well not have a mind. I want God's mind. I want a Christ's mind. And it's not just an open mind to any kind of garbage and any kind of impurities and any kind of lifestyles. There's going to be one author. There's going to be one Lord and one Savior. Hallelujah. You can't serve two masters. You can't serve manna. You can't serve the world and serve evil and wickedness and serve God. You can't let, let salt and bitter water come out of the same fountain with fresh water. It's just, it just can't do that. That's, that's the Bible. That's, that's the Word of God. We don't say that it's being mean or hateful. It's just the Word of God, folks. If anybody loves them, we do. Take somebody to love us to say, hey, this is what the Bible says. This is what we have, how we've got to live. This is, we're all going to give account for it. We're all going to stand before it one day. As they come to sing, these altars are open. And if you'd like to come pray, if... You'd like to come and say, you know what? I'm ready, to, I'm ready for some changes to be made in my life. I'm ready for God to take some of them places where I put periods in, in his will in my life, erase it and put commas, and let me move on. And there's some other places, amen, hallelujah, that God wants to put a period and put a stop to it, flowing in your heart, flowing in your life, and flowing in your spirit. But it's up to you as the individual because the author's not going to make any of us because we're the spiritually pistols. We're the parchment, our hearts, our minds, our spirits are the parchment that he writes it upon. But it's up to you and I, the power of choice, to choose what direction and what course we're going to take. It's up to us as individuals. What about it tonight? What about it tonight? God bless you. God bless these singers. For anyone who's ever seen the mountain of their sins just disappear. For anyone who's ever felt hand of heaven reach down through their fear and dry their tears. For any life once empty now finds itself alive and full of song, victory song. Then you'll understand the reason of the way the saints of God may carry on. Oh, well, I am shouting. Oh, my heart's been washed clean when I run, no, I'm running. From the past's been reading to the world, there's just no telling. It'll be in that moment, it's a hole in Oh, so when I shout, I shout, no, I'm shouting. And my heart's been washed clean when I run, no, I'm running. From the past's been reading to the world, if I look crazy. There's just no telling what they're gonna do. In that moment, Jesus gets a hold of you. For anyone who knows they've got a hope that keeps them all through troubled days. Oh, yeah. 
Come on, let's talk to the Lord. Tonight. For anyone who knows they've got a future and a hope beyond the grave. Let the author write a new chapter in your life. Every life's a different story. Oh, the they the us out of hand. darkness into light. There's no way to keep us silent. Every breath's another chance to testify. So when you're shouting, oh, I'm shouting. But my heart's been wild. Talk to God tonight. Talk to God tonight. From that past to the world, it might look crazy. There's just no telling what you're gonna do. You know it'll be in that moment. Jesus a So when I shout, when I shout, no, I'm shouting. Well, my heart's been washed clean. When I roll, hallelujah. All the past has been redeemed through the word of my There's just no telling. It'll be in that moment. From the past, it used to have me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's just no telling what you're going to do. It'll be in that moment. So when you shout, I shout, I'm shouting. My heart's been washed clean. Are you running from that old man that used to have you bound? Yeah, they think we're crazy. But you know what they'll do? It'll be in that moment. It's a hold of you. You see, my past erased, my name he changed. I've come to testify. Yeah, my past erased, my name he changed. You see, I come to testify the name of Jesus. He's my after, my finisher. Yeah, he changed my name. Yeah, my past is been my name he changed oh, Come and testify the name of Jesus oh, yeah, He don't have it Your past can't have you bound no more My name he changed Is he your author? Is he your finisher tonight? My name God I'm going to gladly take on the name of Jesus the name that changed my life. Oh, hallelujah. So when you shout, no, I'm shouting. But my heart's been washed clean. Because he wrote my story. Oh, I didn't think I was going to make it. Oh, but he said, I've got you. Oh, I'm running from that past that used to have me bound. Yeah, they think we're crazy, but you know what they'll do? They'll do it in that moment. Jesus gets a hold. Oh, and they'll be singing. My past Yeah, my name he changed. Yeah, that's what they'll be saying. That's what they'll be singing. Yeah, you see, my past has been erased. Testify the name of Jesus. My past erased. My name he changed. You 
I've come to tell you about my love of Jesus. My past he erased, my lame he changed, let's testify. I tell my past has been erased. My past, you might not know my past, but I do. And he washed it under the blood. Jesus, yeah, my past my name, he changed Oh, come on and shout the name of Jesus. No, I'm drowning, my heart's been washed clean. Oh, hallelujah. To the world and I look crazy. Oh, but they just don't know what he's brought me from. Oh, but Jesus gets a hold. Yeah, so when you shout, Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, I'm not bound by that old man no more. And all that Jesus gets a hold. Oh, so when we shout, no, I'm shouting for my heart to spin washed clean. He washed me with his lovely blood. Hallelujah. Come on. There's no telling what you'll do oh, in that moment oh, when yeah. Jesus gets a hold. You see your possibility. Yeah. 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 Can you sing that song tonight? Can you sing it from your heart? Identify me by the name of Jesus now. You can't identify me by that old man no more. Hallelujah. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. I'm not ashamed of the name. Hallelujah. I was ashamed of that old man. That old corpse that used to hang over me. My name he changed. Testify the name of Jesus. Yeah, my pastor, hey, my name he changed. Oh, some more and we shout. Oh, I'm drowning. My heart's been lost clean. Oh, hallelujah. Cause in that moment, gets a hold. Oh, so when we shout, when I shout, so no, I'm shouting, but my heart has been washed clean. To the world, I look crazy. But when they get in this moment, yeah. Oh, so when we shout, no, I'm shouting, but my heart has been washed clean. I'm running from that whole past. Of your life. Hey, hey, my name, he changed the 
behind me. I'm glad my pastor's under my feet. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad he wrote my story. I'm glad the world didn't write my story. It would have a different outcome. Was clean. Oh, hallelujah, I'm right. To the world it might look crazy. Oh, what you'll do in that moment. Jesus gets a hold. Oh, so when we shout, no, I'm shouting. For my heart was clean. Oh, I'm running. To the world it might look crazy. It'll be in the moment. Get you home. Oh. You see, I put that home and behind me. Yeah. Oh, my pastor's behind me. Yeah. you glad he wrote your story? Aren't you glad the world didn't write your story? When we stumbled and fell, he came and picked us up. When it looked like, when it looked like we were at our, our wits end, he was there to turn you around. He was there to comfort you and to see you through. Raised. Your name has been changed. Oh, now you bear the lovely name of Jesus. There's no other name whereby we must be saved. Oh, hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for your name. Oh, hallelujah. Resurrection in your name. Deliverance in your name. Oh, God. Victory in the name, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 
my name be changed, let's testify. Somebody say my past is erased. My name he changed. My past is gone. My past erased. My name I wanna tell somebody. for you. to please God and it all started with now faith is well hell and he gave to everyone the measure of faith the measure that is more than enough to do what God needs to do in your life and he's the author of that faith. Well, hallelujah. God had determined to destroy the world and everything and everybody on it because man was wicked. But the sixth verse says, but Noah found grace. But Noah found grace. And by faith, he moved with fear. 
and built an ark. Oh, hallelujah. He's the author of faith, of salvation in your life. It comes from no other source. There is no other door. There is no other way. Well, hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Moore. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Moore. Hallelujah. He's the author, and he's the finisher. Hallelujah. He does know the end of your story, whether you believe it or not. All the question marks in your life, in your own mind, there are no question marks for God. Oh, he's a good God, and he loves us tremendously, wondrously. They have my past erased, my name he changed. I just want to testify. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> sometimes I wonder if some of us aren't a little bit uh, almost ashamed to testify. I really don't want them to know how I act at church. How I get beside myself sometimes. That's why every once in a while in Walmart, it just does you good. To, whoop! Y'all see that guy right there? I'll be walking down now. God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Forget about where you're at. Never know why God's got you in, a, in the place you're at to reach a soul. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Pastor Moore, come on and end this service the way you want to do it. Hallelujah. Say we do appreciate this church and the singers, the instrument player, everybody that's a part of this. It's a blessing and an honor of ours to be a part of this, and we thank you. Let's don't forget the Tupelo Mansions offering. Uh, I said I'd give you a couple of weeks, so it won't be this coming Wednesday night, but the following Wednesday night that we'll take it up. If you want to give it before that, make sure you let us know so we make sure it goes to the right place. We want to make sure it's in the right place, gets in the right hands. And so you need to help us out there. Uh, so, But to help them and bless them, we would appreciate it so much. Um, you know, that song fits so well. Amen. My past erased. I want to testify I've got a brand new author in my life. <laughs> and I believe he's going to do a finished work in Jesus' name. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Let's birthdays, birthdays. Got any birthdays? I don't think we do, but we never did sing to Sister Moore. We got to sing to Sister Moore. Didn't do it last Sunday. 
in the back. We sung in the back. We're going to sing in the front tonight. Praise God. <laughs> anyone else this week, last week? Have we missed anyone? We're doing two weeks, actually. Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. All right. Well, let's sing happy birthday to Sister Moore tonight. God bless her. heavy on them God blessings. Yeah, <laughs> no, we love Sister Moore. Appreciate her. Appreciate you. Amen. God bless you. Anniversaries. Got any anniversaries tonight? Sister Diane, Mr. Keith Berry. Okay. Let's sing happy anniversary. Anniversary. a good hand tonight. Appreciate them. God bless them. Amen. Let's don't forget uh, the shower Saturday at 4 o'clock. Brother Keith, Sister Judy, an adoption shower. Men and ladies are invited to come be a part of it and join with them. And uh, you can get with them about gifts. I'm sure they don't need, I don't guess they need diapers. <laughs> but anyway, you know, this adoption thing, we're really not sure how to do all of it. But uh, uh, we're going to do something, amen, in, in honor of them. So if you would come join us, that's this coming Saturday at 4 o'clock, okay? All right. Any other announcements? God bless you. Love and appreciate you. You're dismissed in the fear of God. God bless you.